happens with a servant's heart. Now, I know that we're missing a lot, a lot of people today, and I would really like to celebrate and this to be a appreciation day for folks who help. We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, I, I told you last week that I didn't know there was such a thing as summer church camp until I was 16 years old. What a shame that was. Man, I missed out on a lot. I didn't know, but I, I didn't know there was any such thing. I, I'm not going to tell last week's stories again, but, but I also told you that I have attended at least 25 summer youth camps after I became an adult. I missed it as a kid, but I have not missed it as an adult. I've, I've been there as the camp preacher. I've been there as a counselor. Eight years in a row, I was a counselor. Let me tell you one of the stories uh, about me being a counselor for eight years in a row at Hillsboro, Ohio. And, and I always went to teen camp. I never cared that much about little kids, so I always went to teen camp. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, well, they make me nervous, except, except uh, my grandkids and my not a big fan of little children being around me. They just make me nervous. But anyway, I've always loved teenagers. And, and since uh, I was a youth pastor for a long time, I was actually pastor here then in a physical location. But, but anyway, I went for eight years in a row. And I was a counselor every year. And you ought to heard the boys moan and groan when they found out that I was They hated it. You got to understand, I didn't really, I've had a lot of mentors in my life and a lot of great teachers, but I was thrown into ministry and I really wasn't completely prepared for it. And I was a youth pastor in Muncie and I had 65 kids in my youth. And so I learned to lead by intimidation. Honest. It took me a long time to get over it, too, because it was effective. And, and, and those kids were scared to death of me. And so I carried that to youth camp with me after I was a senior pastor. They hated when they got assigned to my dorm because the goal of every young man on that camp was to sneak out of their dorm after dark and they were supposed to be sleeping. The only problem, nobody ever snuck out of my dorms. It was like torture. It was like being in jail. It was a terrible experience for every one of those boys because they knew many of their buddies were out running through the woods and even maybe trying to get the girl to the girls' dorms. That's the truth. Not the guys in my dorm. Really bad when you get some of the same guys year after year, they don't get a break. I've heard 
speech, one of the other counselors would say, kind of things along the lines. Now, boys, there will not be any sneaking out. You will stay in the dorm all night long. His name was Bill Scott. There will be severe consequences for you sneaking out of the dorm. And in five minutes, he is asleep. And guess where all of his dorm was? Gone. And the boys over my dorm, I'm wide awake. I will not go to sleep. And they're begging, please, won't you just go to sleep one night so we can sneak out? Can you imagine how tired I was? During the daytime, I'd sneak to the dorm and try to get 10 or 15 minutes of rest because I knew nighttime was coming. That's the only reason I didn't do it more than eight years. I couldn't take any more of it. Had great experiences at camp. Memories are endless. Friendships that I've made are precious. Stories are hilarious. the highlights one of the highlights of the camp meeting in Kokomo every year was meeting under the big tent after service getting some food spending time with people from different towns different states sometimes different countries one year I had an assignment to take care of a foreign missionary old camp meeting. <clears throat> uh, that was interesting. I love the old man, though. He went home to be with the Lord just a few short years ago. Precious man of God. Fantastic. Uh, the question that I want to ask you is this. Have you ever considered how much work goes into services at the church every day and you've got maybe a hundred kids in each kid auditorium and you know what kids do they're just messy they make messes somebody has to clean up somebody has to cook three meals every night for every family feed them all and somebody has to go out while the service is going on and there's such a special move of God in the house and somebody has to leave and go out and get the grills burning so, so there can be fellowship and food after. Somebody has to plan all the games and all the daily activities.
it's summer camp or it's something we do here, some kind of outreach, whether it be signing up for ministry or whatever, or it's just a little eye bash kind of a thing. I just sit back and enjoy, and I worry about that. I, I, it, 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 here's, the, here's the thing. I've gotten a little older, and things are more difficult. I never, when I was Paige and Chuck's age, I never thought I'd be here. It's a little bigger deal now, and so I so I see I see all these young people working so hard and and rushing their hair. I think, man, I don't know if they hope they don't hurt themselves. I hope they're okay. And then I have to remember, I'm just a little older. That's the that's the deal. Putting on a life changing, soul saving, action packed summer church camp takes a lot of helpers. Helpers are people who are willing to use a week of their vacation to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Or exhortable counselors or youth workers. Or they use a week of their vacation time to help you with your life have two nickels to represent me. I remember going to camp meetings and spending a week there getting past the nickel. Seriously. snack bar after church and I, I just wanted just wanted to be able to go to snack bar because it's a good time. I liked eating. I was really enjoying it. And it's a great deal of investment that goes into it. Successful community group meals more than two hundred and twenty-five dollars. It was successful. It was organized, and I've heard nothing except good stories. Exception a little bit of sickness coming out of it. Good stories about the camp, about Matt Overman. I I appreciate Matt so much. One of the most organized men I've ever met in my life. Helpers with a servant's heart. I want you to listen to me for just a few minutes. Helpers with a servant's heart are absolutely critical to build the kingdom. You cannot. I want to say thank you to everyone who chooses to help. 
I want to say thank you to everyone who chooses to invest their time, their talent, and their treasure into, into doing something that is eternal in nature. See, I understand hard work. I understand putting, putting programs together. I understand literally leading, planning, and, and putting together youth camp. Muncie, Indiana, for several years, I don't know how many years, don't know, uh, we, we had a youth camp at our church for our 60 or 65 teenagers. We, we, we literally put up tents <coughs> out in a small patch of trees <coughs> on our eight acres of land or seven acres of land, whichever it was. And everybody would camp outside in tents for a week. Have two services a day. I, I understand. I understand what it takes to do something like that hard all my life. I understand hard work and I appreciate people who are willing to give their time and their talent and treasure for the purpose of doing what? <clears throat> and some folks would just say this, well it's just people doing work and it's just and it really doesn't matter. What happens if a seed gets planted and one person comes to know Jesus Christ because of that outreach? It's priceless. You cannot put a value on that. There is nothing more important than someone being influenced or someone being helped or someone being encouraged. Everything that we do, everything that we plan, everything that we put together is for the purpose of somehow ministering to someone. have, and, and I know I've mentioned it so many times already, but still we had such a wonderful day on July 3rd. Wonderful day. And I thought what, these people are crazy. I wasn't, I, well, Steve, you're not crazy. I'm, well, yeah, I am. Uh, whoever, Pastor Steve or whoever, planned such a long day. I thought, what in the world is wrong with these people? This is what was it, six hours or something? I don't know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But I'm an old man. I think in those kind of terms these days. <clears throat> I watched the work and the labor and the planning and, 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 and Paige is uh, 11 months pregnant and she's out there... Uh, She's out there hanging up all kinds of decorations, and, and, I, and I kept saying, you all right? You need to rest. You, maybe you shouldn't work so hard, and, uh, and uh, it's fine. She's here. She's young. There's some, there's some real advantages to being young. say thank you to people who do that. I, I, I want to say something. I can't do what they do. I used to do it. I can't do it. 
there may not there be there may be uh, uh, you may have physical limitations but you have mental limitations I don't know Listen, I'll tell you what, when you're in the middle of a thing and you're working, you're not having much time to pray. I'm just being honest. You, when, you, when you're out in the middle and you're working and you're working and you're working and you're going and you have all these responsibilities to take care of, well, it sure would be nice to have somebody on the outside looking in just praying. Just praying because we need prayer support. We need somebody seeking the Lord on our behalf. Lord, how, we don't want anybody to get hurt. Lord, we, we, we want these folks to not run out of energy. Lord, we want these folks to be able to be a blessing. We want somebody to be ministered to. See, I, I don't want anybody to think that they cannot be involved in the gift of the works. Everybody can do something. Everybody. <clears throat> Helpers with servants' heart are absolutely crucial to build the kingdom. must be a partnership. There has to be a partnership between those who plan and lead and do the work in our church. There has to be a partnership. Listen, I, I, there, not everybody, you, you, you don't get upset when everybody can't do the physical labor. There has to be somebody that can plan it. And there has to be somebody that can lead it. And then there has to be somebody that can do the work. And so that all has to work together in unity. Harmony. Unity is the major key to successfully completing any project. Unity. Working together. I ain't anybody out there working. That's okay. That's not going to keep me from working with you because you have a different mindset and a way of doing things than I do. We cannot let trivial things keep us from being united together with the purpose of making a difference. Can I pray for you? Maybe the most important people are not those who are Although everyone involved in, about, in, in, involved in Abounding Grace Ministries is important. I am talking about labor and impact. Those who help are just as important to this church as those who do the work. And that's a big statement. Everyone matters, and everyone is needed. Can you hear me? In fact, just go ahead and look at the person next to you and say, you matter, and you're needed. You matter, and you're needed. God forbid that you ever come to the place that you don't think that I'm needed, 
and I really don't matter. That's not true. That is a lie of the enemy. It's not God that ever said that to you. It's not God. 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 27 and 28 says this. All of you together. All of you together are Christ's body. And each of you is a part of it. Amen. That's God's word. Amen. You don't have to amen what I say, but you, amen. That's God's word. That's truth. All of you are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Of it. <coughs> I need a Diet Pepsi. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First are apostles, second are prophets, third are teachers, those that do miracles, and those who have the gift of healing. Those who can help others. Those who can help others. King James Version says shepherds. Those who can help others and those who have the gift of leadership and those who speak in unknown tongues. How would the church function of life of God into the heart of humanity and not to those actually behind the scenes that are doing the work. You don't usually ever see me drink any coffee. Help me. How could we ever minister the life of God into the heart of Happy birthday, Miss Debbie. I say happy birthday, Miss Dorothy. Mike Grady had one on Friday. Happy birthday, Mike Grady. <clears throat> Random things hit my head. Strange guy. The helpers minister to people. Take meals to the sick. Help the community. Get things ready for all kinds of church functions, not just help me fix things.
Every week there are people that come to this church, this property. I, I, God forbid that you ever come on this property and you don't have trouble. That happens because people aren't willing to take the seventh step of faith. Definitely, promise you. If you uh, if if you want to get beat up, just come and ride one of our mowers for a couple of minutes. It'll beat you to death. Thankful for the people willing to come early to make sure. December such a tempest in the lake This is what the church is. What we're doing today is not church. What we're doing today is not church. We are the church seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Wherever we're at, we're the church. It's not just helping around this property, but it's but it's but it's how you help. you help the people in your family? Why would we do that? Because we're children of God. Because that's what the Lord would have us do. We follow the example. Our God is a giver. Our God's not a taker. What has He ever taken from you? Except your sins. What's He ever taken from you? except the chaos and the pain and the negativity. What's he ever taken from you? <clears throat> He's always given and given and given some more. And he continues to give to us all the days of our life, and even when we don't deserve it. I said, even when we don't deserve it. Sometimes we're like spoiled brats. 
and we and we act ugly and we and we and we act like we deserve things that we don't really deserve and we act like uh, we ought to be given something for nothing and God doesn't condemn us or judge it for us but he continues to love us in spite Messed up, ugly people. Say, man, I don't want help. Anybody in here been helped by God? Anybody been helped by God more than one time? Some lazy thing. Man, I don't want help. I've had a bad God in my experience. That's not, that's not uncommon. I mean, that happens. That happens. I can't tell you the times I've stood up here and said, man, I want something. And then the Lord says, called us to do. There's no reason why we cannot ever do what God has called us to do. Because He will enable us every time through the power of the Holy Spirit to get it done. Can I tell you, there is no reason or excuse why you cannot be It says we are fitly joined together. We go back to that one Sunday. These unnoticed and oftentimes unappreciated individuals go on to do things that many would consider to be trivial. Therefore, beneath them, Often, folks have rolled their eyes at me when I mentioned to them that maybe they ought to think about cleaning carefully with their urine. Why would I ever do that? uses folks, blesses folks, even often see he pulled you up out of the mire too. He pulled you up out of the slop of this world and he cleaned you up and washed you off 
God is not afraid to touch your nasty mess. Twenty-seven, seventeen. When they, uh, let me put this in in uh, studio English and translate it. All nations and people were translated. When they had taken up their abode. they should fall in with the same message. Lord, save us. Save us. Lord, the weather but the weather changed abruptly. The wind of typhoon strength called the northeast and tops of the island blew us out to sea. The sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they sailed along the sheltered side of a small island called Tarbo. There were great difficulties and great stiffness in the lifeboat being towed across. The sailors, listen to this, many sailors found their throats and all of the ship strained. They were afraid of being driven across the channel by the citrus off the African coast. Lord, the sea anchored to slow the ship down. How well the ship came together marvelous. I can't imagine how dangerous it was to do that. I can't imagine how difficult it was to do that. That old wooden ship. Somebody, somebody had to make that happen. They did. Did it or not? Could it be that helpers make the church stronger? I don't believe the church could hold together without the precious ask you this, and I'm going to kind of say, what good are we if not helpers? What good are we if not helpers? Child of God who isn't used has no value in the church. I've, I've used this illustration oftentimes. God's toolbox, I would like to think, is not so much the greatest 
would like to say, I want to be a Christian. There are many things we as Christians don't want to be. I, I, I think it's really unfair to say Christians don't want to be Anyway, that's <laughs> I, I, what I want to be. I want to be. I don't want to be an Alanist, but an Alanist is a Christian, and 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 I and I don't want to be some other fields like really big soccer. Any of you guys ever wore out a Phillips screwdriver? I've wore out a bunch of them. They're about Phillips bits. You put them in an impact. How many of them have you wore out? God, wear me out. Could that be our prayer today? Lord, use me until I am absolutely worn out and you have to take me home with you. You're not going to throw me out like I throw those bits out, but use me up until there's nothing left and then take me home to heaven. One old gospel song says it like this, Jesus, use me, and oh Lord, don't refuse me, for surely there's a work that I can do. Arlie Petrie, I don't know if anybody in here knows Arlie Petrie. Arlie Petrie wrote the following words in one of his many, many songs. Pray to you, pray to be used and not abused. Shouldn't it be the desire of every Christian that I have to use me? Pray to be used and not to be abused. Like the song I thought I knew. Jesus, use me, and oh, Lord, don't refuse me. For surely there's a work that I can do. Even though it's humble, Lord, help my will to crumble. Though the cost be great, I'll work for you. I'll stand for you, dear Jesus, though death may come my way. I'll spread the gospel to the fallen earth. And if it be thy will, Lord, to go across the sea, Lord, help me to be willing to say yes to thee. Again, thank you for all you do. Mary, Miss Mary, her and Tom have been prayer warriors together for such a long, long time. Tom's in heaven now. I miss him in so many ways. I miss him in this room. I miss him on the softball Miss Mary's still praying, and every so often she'll send me, or she'll call me, or she'll send me a message, and she said, I need to go over this prayer list with you. I don't know who still needs prayer and who don't. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You might not be able to carry 100-pound bags of stuff. Miss Debbie, I've known you a long time. I've often accused you of being around since uh, Noah got off the ark. 
All of everyone knows Miss Debbie, uh, directing Sunday school, and uh, and, uh, and she has been the church janitor here, and she was a church treasurer for lots of years. And uh, she's been here forever. But that that just doesn't begin to even scratch the surface. I I can't remember. I can't remember throughout our history of Debbie not wanting to be involved in everything that has ever went on. I, she just wanted to help, and it didn't matter what it was. She just wanted to help. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm not going to do a lot of this because everybody in this room, everybody in this room has great value and everybody's important, but I want you to, I want you to understand it is, it is not necessarily somebody standing up here or somebody back there that is so vitally important. It is people that's willing to get their hands dirty, willing to touch the untouchables, willing to minister in any area, any place, doing things I don't even want to do. Come on, how many times have we had to do that? We really don't even think about it when we're home. Sometimes we have to do jobs we don't like to do. Come on, how many of you have a job at home that you'd rather not do, but you have to do it because it's there? And why would we why would we say no when there's a job in the kingdom of God that needs to be done? We don't really want to do it, but we but somebody needs to do it. Why wouldn't well, I might as well do it and get it done? Amen. I look around this room and I see so many different helpers, so many people who have who function in so many different ways and it's all different. It's not the same. It is not the same. But I look at look around here and I see people who Pastor Steve, as we transition into a new season, we've been transitioning into that season for a while. And as you recognize Pastor Steve has taken the reins to a whole lot of to to a whole lot of their areas. He's taking care of all the leadership meetings and scheduling all the preaching and 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 so he is coming into that place as we go through a time of transition and change i want to i want to i want to ask you will you continue to help and serve not for the sake of pastor rick not for the sake of pastor steve but for the sake of the kingdom of god we're serving the lord jesus christ never serving the pastor. You're never serving abounding grace. You're serving the Lord. So if you're able, would you stand? I'm going to ask you to just, uh, this morning I, I want to do this as we get ready to leave. There's not, since there's not a huge group of you today, would you be willing to just come down and kind of spread out across the front? I just want to, I just want to pray with you. And maybe uh, maybe we'll sing a chorus together, a song together. But I want us to pray together, and I want that prayer today to be, Jesus, use me. Jesus, use me. Jesus, use me. Just spread out from wall to wall. From wall to wall. You can stand back down the aisles. That's fine. Jesus, use me. 
Jesus, use me. Even though it's humble, Lord, help my will to climb. Oh, the cost be great. I'll work for you. I think, I think, I think everybody pretty much knows that the, I've talked about it. In Tennessee, have been working on, and uh, look forward to spending some time down there. At one point, Trisha and I talked about moving there, uh, uh, and uh, thought we might be in the same state that Marcy and Mark lives in. Lord has made it clear to me. I, I, I think He's going to let me spend some time down there. But I'm 66, and I'm nowhere close to completion. I'm not done here. I'm not done back at Handa Village. I'm done. And, and the Lord has given me direction. <laughs> I hadn't even told Trish this. At least four more years. I've committed. I, I've, I've made a commitment to Pastor Steve uh, for for uh, uh, some more years, and he said, "I'm not letting you out of what you've promised." And uh, and uh, and uh, but the Lord has made it very clear to me. I'm not finished. I might be older, and I would love to just okay. I'm, I'm I put in my time. Is going to just enjoy, enjoy. I've got eternity to enjoy in heaven. I said, I've got eternity to, to enjoy heaven's glory. And listen, if this earth is this, if this earth, and I understand there's a mess on this earth, and people, there's a mess. But listen, this earth, God's creation is wonderful. And if this earth that God created is so special and so wonderful, how good is heaven going to be? It is going to be so cool. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I know this, that, uh, that whatever God has for there is going to be more wonderful than anything we could ever experience here. And here's what I'm asking. Here's what I'm asking. I'm asking that we never become so selfish and self-centered that we forsake the calling of God on our life to do what we want to do. That's all I'm asking. And listen, the Lord could do a work through me in Tennessee. I, I Don't misunderstand. I'm not saying anything about you, God. I'm glad you got to go there. I'm glad you love it there. But God has a work for you to do in Tennessee. Uh, I, I like it. I'm, I'm going to do a little fishing and, and, and a little sitting around, resting up from all the work that I have to do here yet. Amen. So I'm saying, please, 
all the days of your life, all the days of your life, be sensitive to how God wants to use you. However that is. And even though it's pray together. Will you just will you just pray today and whatever you feel I, I don't want to put words in your mouth but here's what I'm saying Jesus use me all the days of my life Lord I'm asking that as long as I have strength as long as I have strength will you use me for your purpose, for your glory Lord I'm praying that as long as I am mentally able, will you use me? Will you speak through my speaking? Will you touch through my touching? Will you serve through my serving? Will you help me, Lord? I, Lord, help me not to become weary in well-doing. Help me, Lord, not to lose my focus. Help me, Lord. I want to I want to be yours all the days of my life. I'm thankful, Lord, for the opportunity to enjoy some of the good things that you've provided us here on this earth. But God, I pray that they will not become idols in my life. I pray, God, that they will not become so significant that I can't turn them loose and let them go and say, let somebody else have it. God, I'm just praying that we, every one of us, oh God, oh God, how significant would it be if each and every one of us could win another one to Jesus. How the church would grow, how heaven would rejoice we can somehow affect eternity. Lord, use me to affect eternity. Lord, give us more souls. In Jesus' name.